0: Welcome to Balanced Black Girl, a podcast dedicated to mental, physical, and emotional health from the Black woman's perspective. Tune in to hear from Black woman health and wellness experts giving the approachable advice you need to help you feel your best. I'm your host, Lestrandra Alfred. Let's dive in. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Balanced Black Girl podcast. My name is Les, I am your host, and I As always, appreciate getting to share this space with you. So we have reached the end of our connection series. Cue the boys to men. We've come to the end of the road. I'm not going to sing because I like you and I don't want to do that to you. I would not inflict that harm upon you. (laughs) But... I've really enjoyed this series. These conversations about just the different approaches to relationships and connection have been incredible to get to explore with you, to get to explore with our guests. And uh, it has just been such a treat to get to host and guide you through these conversations. So we're going to wrap up this series with one more solo episode. It is just going to be me. And today's episode is going to be a little bit different because normally when I record the podcast, I like being a little structured. I will usually write out a pretty detailed either list of questions if I'm recording with a guest because I need to know where the conversation is going to go. And if I'm recording a solo, I do like to write out a pretty thorough outline, not a script, but just an outline so that I'm keep myself on track. But today I actually feel really inspired to go off the cuff, which I kind of never do. So we'll see what happens. (laughs) We will see what happens, but I'm feeling really inspired to just... And go off the cuff and have a little bit more of a casual conversation with you. And when I was thinking about how I wanted to close this series or what I wanted this last episode to be, I had a couple of different ideas of different ways that I could close out this series. Thought about maybe doing a compilation episode with pulling some of the best quotes about relationships and connection from other episodes in the show, which maybe maybe we'll do at another time. I don't know. But I, about a month ago, was having lunch with a friend and she was sharing with me something that she was struggling with. And it just really inspired a different way of thinking for me. And my conversation with her And the advice that I gave her, I realized one, I need to take it, but two, I want to have more conversations around it. And that is around what it means to allow people to show up for you. Sometimes we can feel really unsupported. And if you are currently in a space where you are feeling unsupported in a certain area of life, or maybe by people in your life, I send you so much love because it is just, it's not a good feeling. It's honestly one of the worst feelings that you can have is feeling like you really need support and like it's not available to you. I understand and can wholeheartedly relate. And I have also had a lot of experiences where I felt like I was being unsupported, I felt like people weren't showing up for me then I also realized that I wasn't creating the space for people to show up for me. I was not allowing people to show up for me. And that's something that I really want to explore in this conversation today. So when I was talking to my friend, she was just explaining a situation to me and explaining how she was feeling unsupported by some of her other friends and she just kind of shared that she was going to maybe give them kind of one more chance to show up. And if they didn't, that she was going to be ready to cut them off. And when she shared that, I was like, I get it. I totally get it. And if people are not showing up for you, if a friendship or any relationship is not reciprocal, which we've talked about a lot in this series, then yeah, I mean, it does make sense to reevaluate. But I was like, do they know that they haven't been showing up for you? Like, have you told them how you feel or have you asked them to show up for you in the ways that you need? Just asking. I was purely asking just as a question, not because I thought she hadn't, but just to explore options. I, I don't want to see anybody end friendships that don't need to end. So I was thinking like, okay, what is? is there a solution here? Like, what can we do to work this out? Because I had a very similar realization that I had been for a very long time carrying this assumption that people don't show up for me. And when I asked her that question, it's because I had also been in a space of asking myself a very similar question. Now, feeling unsupported can come from a variety of different causes and any and all of your feelings there are absolutely valid. For me, my feelings of, you know, being unsupported often came from friends and family that were just unavailable, whether it was emotionally unavailable or just, just unavailable. I, growing up had some close friends who just had really strict parents. And I didn't really have that experience. I feel like my parents were pretty medium. They weren't super strict, but they also weren't letting me just run the streets. I mean, there was, you know, there was a, a decent balance there, but I remember being a teenager and wanting to do a little bit more, having a little bit more, you know, freedom and flexibility once I've reached a certain age where it was like, okay, my parents are maybe letting me do things. Like let's friends, let's do, let's go be out. Let's do something, you know, let's go have some wholesome fun. Cause we were pretty wholesome and having friends who had strict parents, their parents weren't letting them do none of that. So I remember really struggling with that when I was younger and feeling like, okay, I have friends and they're cool, but we can't do anything. I don't have friends who are available to do the things that I want to do. I don't have friends who are available to meet me where I'm at. And my younger, underdeveloped (laughs) child brain, because when you're a teenager, you're still a child. My child brain took that personally, and now as an adult, I realized how much of that I was still carrying. I realized that I was creating these assumptions around people not showing up for me based off of these childhood and teenage situations that honestly weren't applicable anymore. I was basing how I treat people in my life now who are different people making the assumption that they didn't show up like the people from previous friendships did or from other times of my life did. I was just putting that assumption onto them. I was just assuming people just don't show up for me, period. And I realized, one, reconciling with those experiences that I had when I was younger where it wasn't personal. It wasn't necessarily that my friend's just wanted to show up in every other area. But when it came to me, they didn't, even though that was how it felt for me, that there were reasonable explanations for those things. And I could hold space for how I was feeling. And then also see that it wasn't a personal thing. And even if maybe it was personal, it's not a reflection of me and whether or not I'm worth showing up for. So that was one part, applying my now developed adult brain to that childhood situation and Finding a resolution there that has nothing to do with me and my worthiness. And then two, realizing I'm I'm dealing with entirely different people now. And I actually haven't given the people who are in my life now an opportunity to show up for me. I haven't asked them to. I haven't created space for them to. So these are all the aha moments that I'm having. <laughs> During this conversation and in the time kind of after that conversation with my friend when I was reflecting on it. And it just got me thinking about all of the different ways that I was projecting onto people in my life and creating all of these reasons why I thought they didn't want to show up for me that I don't even know if they were true or not. Some of it, maybe. Some of it, maybe I was reaching a little bit based off of just jumping to conclusions from other behaviors. And a lot of it, again, I know we've talked a lot about that inner child, And sometimes inner teenager, it was that inner teenage self of me talking, thinking about things that happened 20 years ago that are not not the case today. So I've been thinking a lot about what it looks like to let people show up, to not feel like we're the only ones pulling up, to not feel like everything has to come from within us. What does letting people show up for you look like? you. So there are some little ways that I've been dabbling. I've been doing some dabbling into trying to figure out how to let people in more and how to let people show up more. And a lot of that has just come down to communication. Something that I've actually been doing, and it sounds really small, but has actually been really impactful, is actually asking people for advice. So I don't know if you are that know-it-all, I-do-everything-I-know-everything person because I can definitely be, absolutely, think I know everything, think I have to solve every problem by myself, think everything is always on me, I've started just kind of putting it out there, which is sharing with a few close friends little things, little things, asking them for their input, not to sway, you know, I, I don't I don't necessarily believe in letting people make decisions for you, but just going to friends to talk them through little situations, nothing too big or too major, just to share with them and to just be on the receiving end of that. Asking for support in super small ways that don't feel like an inconvenience, to almost just practice that act of asking for help. Asking people to show up in super small ways, even if it's just asking for very light touch advice in the group chat and just being on the receiving end of it. I think there's a lot of power in the energetics of putting yourself in a position to receive, even if it's something small. So, asking for the tiniest things, tiny things. I've also been practicing it at work, asking for help with certain things kind of delegating certain things or asking to collaborate on things that I normally would have just done myself, feeling like I just have to do everything myself, giving my friends, giving my coworkers, giving people in my life an opportunity to show up for me. Then if you do communicate how you want people to show up for you, you do give people chances, you do tell people what you need, or you do ask for something and it's clear and understood. And then if people don't show up, and don't have any remorse or explanation, okay, then you know maybe there's some adjustments that need to be made or some feedback that can be given. But I think oftentimes we make these assumptions about people not showing up for us when we don't really create the space to. People don't know that we want them to, nor do they know what we need. And I think that can be a really big one, especially if you're navigating relationships during big life transitions. If you are having friends who are getting married or having babies or moving or maybe you're graduating and life is starting to look different or maybe somebody is kind of starting to be on the outskirts, that's when you start kicking in with that communication and and either if you're on the one end of that of maybe feeling more isolated and feeling unsupported, reaching out and asking for what you need or sharing how you're feeling And seeing what happens. Or if you notice that someone is maybe kind of pulling away or feels a little bit distant or is kind of drifting off, checking in with them, seeing how they're doing. Maybe it's not because they're acting funny or have, you know, don't want to be bothered. Maybe they're feeling really isolated. Maybe they need some support, and maybe that's an opportunity for you to show up for them. And they just don't know how to create that space yet. But if you open up that communication, then it can go both ways. You can support them in that moment and they may feel more inspired to reach out to you if they feel you drifting in a moment that you need support. It's all about creating that space for one another, giving people permission to show up for us, communicating what we need if we're not getting the support that we need. But I think the biggest thing is not assuming that people don't care, not assuming that people aren't there for us, not assuming that we're not worth showing up for. Because that tends to be our default thought, at least for me. If I feel like I'm not getting what I need or I'm feeling isolated or I'm feeling like I need support and I'm not getting it, I then just assume, okay, well, nobody cares nobody, nobody loves me or this is just where I'm at or I'm not worthy of this. But once I took a step back, I actually realized people don't know. People literally don't know that I'm struggling right now. (laughs) People see Instagram and they see the highlight reel and they see the photos and they think it is peaches and cream because that's what we put out there. And that's fine. Not telling you to get on Instagram, you know, putting things out there that you don't want to put out there. I don't think the issue is necessarily what we do or don't post. I think the issue is a lack of genuine communication and that automatic assumption that we are unworthy, that automatic assumption of the worst. At the top of the series, in the episode about having a healthy relationship with yourself, hopefully you listen to it. If not, highly recommend going back and listening to that. I believe it's episode 106. It was the first episode of the series. I talked a bit about that self-worth piece and how I see self-worth as just that inner knowing That inner knowing and not questioning your worth, that inner knowing of not settling, that inner knowing of knowing what your needs are and having no question whether or not they will get met. Not questioning if worthiness is even an issue there, just knowing you are worthy and it will happen even if it's not showing up in this moment. What you need will come through and sometimes it might come through late in the midnight hour (laughs) But it, it will come through when you need it. And just that that quiet confidence and that knowing what would happen if we were placed that reflex thought of nobody loves me, nobody cares, nobody shows up with that sense of knowing. That knowing my people show up for me. And sometimes they may need a little help. They may need directions knowing how to get here. And when they need directions knowing how to get to me, I can provide them the directions Providing directions does not make support any less supportive. I'm going to say that again. Providing directions to support does not make it any less supportive. Because your friends may all be psychics who can read your mind, (laughs) your family, your partner. Maybe they're they're mind readers. However, I'm going to take a gander that they're probably not. And needing to give somebody directions for where you're going, needing to ask for support does not make it any less valuable. And it does not make you any less valuable. So if you feel like you struggle with letting people show up for you, I'm going to give you some homework. I want you to think of just some light, little low-touch ways that people can show up for you. What are what are some things that would make you feel supported right now? And it doesn't have to be anything grand, it doesn't have to be some big gesture. I mean, maybe it could be, but if you do have a hard time asking for the support you need, I maybe would recommend not <laughs> going in for that big of an ask. I'm gonna recommend starting something really small, right? Just asking for support in a really small way to get that little win. Because I want to guess that you have some wonderful people in your life who really, really care about you. And they want to show up for you. But they need a little guidance on how to do so and a little guidance on when to do it. You all the past two years now have been wild. And even for those who may be really intuitive and those who may be usually really good about checking in, that may just be harder for people to do right now. And it doesn't mean that people don't love you and it doesn't mean that people don't want to support you but it does make that communication even more important. But I want you to promise me that you will not take it personally, that you will not see it as a reflection of your worth and a reflection of who you are and what you deserve. And also too, I'm gonna keep it all the way real with you. There are some people who are just not not that great, not that dope, not that good of friends. They don't really show up, not that dope. And you ask someone to show up for you in a certain way and they're unable to do so or unable to communicate or just lack empathy and understanding, then maybe it's time to reevaluate that connection. And I encourage you to not feel like you need to hold on so tightly to something that isn't working for you. If you're not being showed up for or poured into in the way that you pour into others, it can be really terrifying to let go of connections that you've had for a long time. The loneliness, right? You have that assumption of well, this has been my friend for a long time. And if if we're not attached at the hip or if I don't do X, Y, Z with them, then I'll be alone. What can I, do? then what? But if a connection is not fulfilling you, it's taking up space and it's potentially blocking you from connecting with people who can show up for you. So the first step is not to just cut people off. I don't recommend that. I mean, unless... Unless you really just been through it, <laughs> then I trust your your judgment there. The first step is to start communicating. Start communicating what you need in small ways and build from there. And then if you find people aren't doing what you need them to do, then you can adjust. Then you can make room. Also doesn't mean that you have to cut people off, but maybe it just means that they energetically take up less space so that you have more space to call in connection with people who are going to show up for you. It is possible. It is absolutely possible. So one more example that I had with this for a very long time, I had a lot of just feelings around my birthday. It was just, it was a thing. I had a few birthday experiences where I tried to create plans and people didn't show up. They just straight up didn't. (laughs) Uh, Also, the timing of my birthday is kind of weird because it's the very end of summer. And so my birthday really usually in a pre-pandemic world Really correlated with when everybody was getting their end of summer travel in. That's my birthday is peak last summer vacation vibes. So that's something I've experienced from a very young age, just people not being around, getting a little bit older, trying to turn up and do things and just having people not show up, which then once I was in my 20s, I started pretending to be one of those people who was like I just don't care about my birthday. It's whatever. I'll just stay home. I'll just do my own thing. Lion, lion. I didn't feel that way. I want to turn up for my birthday. I want a celebration. I want to be celebrated. I don't need to take the whole month, but I I like I like to feel celebrated. And I recently had to come to grips with that of actually I'm not I'm not really a super low-key birthday person. And that's okay, and I'm accepting that that's who I am. And those times that I was stood up on my birthday, it's okay. That was what it was, and the people who are in my life and who are around me now are actually different people. So, earlier this summer when I was thinking about my birthday coming up and what I wanted to do, my first assumption was out of fear that immediate, oh, I shouldn't plan anything, people don't show up for me, people aren't going to want to come, that initial fear. Because that had happened in the past for a couple of birthdays. But then I remembered. I remembered these conversations and I remembered this very work. And I was like, actually, the friends that I have now and the people, the community that I have now, they're, they aren't those same people who stood me up when I was 20 or whatever. It's not the same people. (laughs) It's totally different people. So why don't I give my community now an opportunity to show up and celebrate with me and actually planned, made my first birthday plan in a very long time. Now I'm recording this before my actual birthday. And by the time this episode comes out, it's going to be long after However, I can say people are planning to show up. So it's already a good sign, but it was just a very valuable lesson in not assuming that the past is going to be the future and not projecting the past onto the future, especially if you have different people in your life. That was a prime example of giving my community now an opportunity to show up for me. And by the looks of things, it looks like they're going to show up. So we'll see. I'll keep y'all posted. I mean, hopefully they do. I'm believing they will. <laughs> so what is your version of that? What is your version of the birthday party? Maybe maybe you're like me and you had similar experiences with your birthday and maybe it's you know you wanting to do that or maybe it's something else. But what is your version of that? How can you let people in just a little bit more? How can you create space to let people show up for you? Because I actually think that... Creating space and allowing people to show up for you is a way that you can show up for yourself. Shutting people out because you are afraid of rejection or because you're afraid to ask for what you need or you're afraid of being disappointed, that's not showing up for yourself. That's shutting people out, but we're not doing that anymore. We are supported, we are loved, we are going to where the love is And I also promise you that if you need to go elsewhere for connection, that's okay too. And that can be beautiful and that can be freeing. If you do have people in your life who have shown that they are just unable to show up for you in the way you need, that's okay. Because I promise you, there are people in this world who will show up for you in ways that you need. So don't keep them out. Let them. All right, y'all. That is a wrap on the connection series. Kept it brief today, <laughs> but I am really looking forward to hearing what allowing people to show up for you looks like for you. Please make sure you leave a comment on my latest post at Balanced Black Girl Podcast. Let me know if this episode resonated with you. Let me know how you're going to let people start showing up for you. What are you going to ask for support with? What are you going to ask for help with? Who are you going to, who are you going to call to come over and, and spend some time with you, right? Who are you inviting to the birthday party? You deserve to be celebrated. Give people directions. <laughs> let me know on Instagram what directions you're giving, okay? I want to know so that I can also provide that support to you in any way that I can. Thank you for your support of me and of this podcast during the Connection series. It is a pleasure to get to serve you in this way. And I appreciate you subscribing, ratings and reviews, sharing with friends who you think may like or benefit from the podcast. I thank you for all of the above and your support in any way you choose to provide it. So because the series is wrapping up next week, taking a week off trying to practice what I preach here, gearing up to bring you our next series. And oh my goodness, y'all the guests that we have lined up. I'm not going to tell you yet because I really, I like to have a little bit of an element of Beyonce self-titled with some some of this. I don't want to be announcing stuff too soon, but our guests for this upcoming round, oh my goodness. I Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure your podcast apps are up to date. Take you next week off. We'll be back the week after because... I have so many incredible conversations coming for you through the end of the year. So make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss it. Have a beautiful week and I will talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning in to Balanced Black Girl. If you enjoyed this episode and feel called doing so, we would really appreciate a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to check out the show notes and more offerings at balancedblackgirl.com.